we had people speaking on camera and saying uh, you know i am a cook i am a chef i work in a hotel i make 200 rotis a day to feed other people and i haven't seen a roti for two days to feed myself it was a nightmare it was a nightmare unfolding constantly I'm Natasha Badwar. I'm a filmmaker and a writer, and I have been a member of the Karwani Mahabad, the Caravan of Love. So the Karwani Mahabad is a people's campaign that was launched by Harsh Mandar, who has been a human rights worker and ex-IS officer. So in 2017 August Harshwinder announced the Karwani Mohabbat and made a call for volunteers for like-minded people from civil society who felt that it was time for us to intervene in a kind of injustice that was taking place around us where the police the media were for some reason not being able or not choosing to respond this uh, it really started with the lynching of a man called akhlaq in dadri uh, near delhi jaan gamani padi greater noida ke dadri ilake mein ek loud speaker se announce karke unmadi bheed ikattha ki gayi aur is bheed ne akhlaq naam ke ek shakhs par hamla bol diya akhlaq ko maut ke ghat utar diya gaya jabki uska 21 saal ka beta our focus had been in offering support solidarity legal help outreach to the survivors of hate crimes to go to the homes of people hold their hands speak to them and let them know there is somebody else who feels the pain there was also very very communal undertone to the spread of the pandemic in this country because the, the state and uh, mainstream media were hounding people december 2019 the indian government uh, passed an act in parliament the citizenship amendment act it would allow refugees who were minorities in neighboring countries to get refuge in this country now such a grand announcement if it was to be targeted only at hindus and buddhists and christians who were being targeted in muslim nations neighboring india then you could simply have focused on a rehabilitation policy the fact that you will break their sense of belonging in the muslim population of this country was something that hurt the sentiment of every other person who had a sense of what it means to be an indian the controversial citizenship amendment bill there were 125 votes in favor of the bill and 105 against when the ca was announced uh, you know it later led to um, large scale violence in northeast delhi 
and the announcement of the lockdown that immediately kind of took us into the pandemic. It was announced at eight in the evening. आज रात बारह बजे से संपूर्ण देश में संपूर्ण लॉकडाउन होने जा रहा है। On television with no forewarning and after 12 midnight, you know the country went into lockdown. Nobody was allowed to travel, to go to work, to change location. We soon discovered that the largest group of people that were affected by this sudden lockdown were India's migrant workforce. And they did not have any access to food. Nobody thought of them. These were people who worked for their living, but that work was suddenly taken away with from them and because they had worked on such minimal wages for years. They had no backups. They had no savings. And within a week or two, there was a mass reporting by mainstream media channels about the Tablighi Jamaat having been uh, the super spreaders of, coro- uh, of the coronavirus in India. And it is not just India. Tablighi Jamaat event have also been blamed and are being questioned for having spread the coronavirus in Indonesia. The Tablighi Jamaat had got together in Nizamuddin in one building as uh, they always had over the years. There were a lot of foreigners. They had come here before the spread of corona in India, before the lockdown. And they were all stuck uh, within one building. But this narrative was created by the state authorities and then furthered by mainstream media. So that immediately throughout this country, on the ground, we had people openly saying that Muslims are responsible for causing coronavirus. That if you have a Muslim name, you are a carrier of the virus. led to, I mean, the first uh, instance where we came face to face was when we were personally responding to uh, one of the calls for uh, for food packets. It was a group of construction workers. In a suburb of Delhi called Kasna, when our volunteer called and said, how many people are you? And we will come tomorrow with packets of food for you. They asked her, and, and this is a lawyer uh, who's working as a volunteer at that time, they asked her, are you uh, Hindus or Muslims? And she said, why does it matter? And they said, well, it matters to us. We will not accept food from Muslims. Even in this moment of crisis, when they did not know where their next meal was coming from, they had it in them 
to communalize the situation to belittle the muslim it was a very difficult situation to deal with when we found ourselves you know kind of on the front line of distributing food and it was a very very large scale operation within two and a half months we had distributed 10 million meals and we had become a hub that was receiving a lot of crowdfunding so we were able to do that nowhere was the communal question coming up till it became something that or that the state normalized So we had people speaking on camera and saying uh, you know I'm a cook I'm a chef I work in a hotel I make 200 rupees a day to feed other people and I haven't seen a roti for two days to feed myself तारीख से हमने रोटी का शक्ल नहीं देखा जो कि इसी हाथ से रोटी बना के देने वाला आदमी हम कारीगर इंसान हैं मैं नहीं बतरे कारीगर हैं आज 4 दिन से पेट भर का खाना नहीं खाया हमने It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare unfolding constantly. So, cooked food was really a challenge. However much of khichdi and you know uh, dal and rice uh, portions were cooked, when you reached location, there were always not enough. So we immediately switched to a combination of cooked food for those who don't have any access to being able to cook for themselves, and food packets. You know, you're witness to the lives of others. How many auto rickshaw drivers have we visited in our lives? But in those six weeks of distributing food. the man would not be at home but his wife and his children and his parents would be standing there and they would tell you that you know he takes school children every morning and schools are shut and there is no income and he's depressed and i have no food in my house for these children It really awakens your your own empathy. It can be very depressing. It has been very difficult uh, to deal with one's emotions, and uh, you know, look at the newspaper. You would see how much needs to be done in the day. It was overwhelming. We really, I had not witnessed hunger face to face like this before, and. Many many Indians you know, went through the same feeling, which is why they did respond. Anonymous donors have stepped up. Old friends have come in. People who know us know of us. So without that kind of support, we would not have be able to do anything. Uh, the large number of volunteers in the second wave many of our volunteers and staff have had it twice many are uh, suffering from long covid people have died uh, two of our, my colleagues are no longer with us one of them was a doctor 
uh, who, who was working with the homeless, Dr. Pradeep. Another one, uh, Arif, was distributing food till he had to go to hospital. Uh, and he didn't make it. He was a young man in his 30s. Karwane Mohabbat literally uh, translates as caravan of love. It was meant as a journey, a journey of solidarity, compassion, and uh, justice. Far more people want peace, and far more people want to restore solidarity than the small number of people who are trying to destroy it. On the whole, you get a lot more than you lose when you engage in solidarity work. Religion Unplugged podcast is a production of religionunplugged.com and is part of the Media Project, a nonprofit dedicated to equipping journalists to cover religion. To read our award winning global religion news coverage or to find out more about Religion Unplugged or the Media Project, visit religionunplugged.com or follow us on Twitter at religionmag. <laughs>